and welcome to City Breaks, or City Breaks Extra, as we might perhaps call it. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that we're having a 12-week sort of break to cope with the COVID-19 fiasco. A little interlude, if you will, between the end of the Paris series and the beginning of the next one, caused in fact by the fact that I'm not able to get out and about and do the research that that new series, the one on the lovely, gorgeous Georgian city of Bath here in the UK, really deserves. As I explained last week, we're going to alternate episodes on virtual visits to some of the cities that we've already had series on. Florence, for example, was last week. We're going to alternate that with something I'm calling City Breaks Ideas. And this is the very first episode of that. Something to listen to, to perhaps give you a few ideas, make you think, oh yes, I enjoyed going there, or I'd love to go there as soon as travel's allowed again. Inspire you, tempt you, make you keen to do some city breaking as soon as that becomes possible. But a few bits of news first. I think we're welcoming quite a lot of new listeners at the moment, and they're mainly readers of, or visitors to the website of, Bonjour Paris, who very kindly did some information on their site and on their magazine that's emailed out every week about City Breaks and inspired lots of people to listen in and find out more about Paris by a different route. So thanks very much to Bonjour Paris. If you're interested in Paris, by the way, I would absolutely recommend that you investigate them. They've got a website, bonjourparis.com, on which you can see all sorts of interesting things. I've just had a quick look at what's there at the moment. There's an article on Paris Chocolatier, those amazing people who make all sorts of creations out of chocolate and sell it in their lovely, glamorous chocolate shops. There's an article called Backstairs at the Ritz. And currently there's a series running called Paris Vignette, a photo series. It's the eighth installment's up there at the moment. And if you'd like to have their magazine emailed to you free of charge, it comes, I'm not quite sure how often, I think about once a week. All you need to do is sign up on the website and they will send it to you. A little dose of Paris in your inbox every week. What could be nicer? So that's the first piece of news. Other news this week. Had some donations. Thank you very much to Peter and to Dana, who clicked on the donate button on the website and left me something very useful. Bound to come in handy for mm, buying guidebooks or paying an entry fee here or there. And absolutely always welcome. Thank you. We've had some listener contact as well. An email dropped into the box, for example, all the way from Australia. Hello, said the author from, I'm afraid I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Geelong, Victoria, Australia? I do apologise if that's not right. Lovely that Vivienne took the trouble to write. She tells me she discovered City Breaks via a link in a newsletter from Victorian ABC Radio. Well, fancy. But I think she's also a Bonjour Paris reader. And she was kind enough to say that she's very much enjoying the series so far. The Paris series, in fact. She likes the content, she likes the presentation, this is great. And then she writes, quote, I know Paris well and was due to visit for a month beginning on the 14th of May, but alas it is not possible at present, so I'm lapping up your interesting talks. Thank you very much for sustaining me during this time when I cannot travel. She finishes by saying, I wish I knew who I was listening to. And that prompts me to realise that I have been a little remiss. I really ought to have introduced myself at some point. So briefly then, I'm Marion Jones and I live in the gorgeous county of Somerset in the UK, about an hour south of Bristol, two hours west of London and I'm really a language teacher, as you may have spotted when I have a go at dabbling in various foreign tongues. I actually teach French and German so my attempts at any other language tend to go badly wrong. 
but I'm also a great traveller and city break fan, and that's why I started my hobby of podcasting. Okay, so it was lovely to hear from some listeners, and I do hope that other people will write in as well. There'll be some reminders at the end of this episode about how to get in touch. But I really think that we should move on, perhaps, to the content proper for this week. So, as I said, City Break Ideas. I've been asking questions on the podcast last week, on Twitter, on the website, hoping that people would contact us and tell us what their idea for a great City Break venue is. And sure enough, I can report that we've got a few answers which I'm going to report to you today. And actually one or two more that I'm saving for next time. So the first one, the very first entry on the blog on the website, comes from Ian Scott and his recommendation is Barcelona. Really for the atmosphere, he says, but if he's asked to choose one highlight, it would be Gaudi's Sagrada Familia Cathedral. He writes, I'd seen it as a teenager in the 1970s when there were still only a few sections built. I went again to Barcelona on a city break a few years ago. Of course, the cathedral is still not finished, but the change is amazing. It's just astounding, both inside and out. So there you go then, idea number one, Barcelona. And of course, if you are a Gaudi fan or interested in finding out more about Gaudi, it's not just the cathedral in Barcelona. There are plenty of other sites as well in which he had a very influential hand. Plenty of other things to see as well, of course, and I'm already thinking, yes, City Breaks Barcelona, that's a series we really ought to do at some point. If you've been, by the way, do write in and let me know. What would your highlights be? What would you recommend? OK, replies I had to tweets. One from an organisation called Retire Style Travel. Rome, they tweeted, that's where we'd go. Actually, the details are a little lacking. They were obviously quite sure that Rome was the venue. They didn't really say why, which would have been interesting. So I'm left wondering whether they mean perhaps Roman Rome. Would they like to go to the Forum and stand in the spot where Cicero made some of those famous speeches? Or where criminal trials were held? Where people went to watch gladiators killing each other? Or just to stand in the Forum and imagine how it was when it was a marketplace? Possibly they didn't mean that at all. Possibly they meant Catholic Rome. They fancy going to the Vatican, looking at that ceiling in the Sistine Chapel, craning the necks to see Michelangelo's work. And I dare say if art's your thing and you go to Rome, you won't stop at the Sistine Chapel. You'll be in and out of lots of other galleries too. Or perhaps they didn't really mean Rome for any of the big sites, the Forum and the Vatican. Perhaps they thought more little square with a fountain sort of Rome, those lovely trattoria everywhere. That's what we want to see. Someone else who tweeted goes under the name of at live underscore in underscore France and they, very loyally, suggested that actually the place they would most recommend for a city break would be Toulouse, which of course we have already covered. You may know the Toulouse series. But they did have an interesting idea to add and that was, did we know, I must confess I didn't even though I spent a whole week in Toulouse, that it's very easy to hire a bike there. For a very low cost, they thought one or two euros a day, you can cycle all around the city, which, as it happens, is quite flat. And that does sound like a rather delightful idea. I'm sure there must be a lovely route past some of those wonderful huge churches across the river to the other side of the city that you don't always see if you're in a bit of a hurry or walking everywhere, and then rounding off by coming back and parking up somewhere near or possibly in the Place du Capitol for coffee in one of those cafes under the arches along one edge of the square where you can sit and watch the passers-by and have the 
Capitol itself, that glorious pink-tinged town hall, which is the building you see on most postcards of Toulouse, you can have that in your sights. How relaxing. Actually, that suggestion did lead me to notice that somewhere else on Twitter I found something about bikes generally, and the fact that lots of cities are opening up cycle paths as fast as they can in an attempt to get people off public transport and onto something greener. I read, for example, that Paris are opening, wait for it, 650 kilometres of cycle paths, some of which I think are planned to be permanent, and some of which are apparently pop-up corona cycle paths, all due to be ready for this actual week when I'm recording, the 11th of May, it said, so that as they gradually ease lockdown, people will find it easier to get out and about on bikes. I read somewhere too this week that Berlin's on a similar operation, particularly trying to make it easier for people to ride from the city out to those lovely lakes which are out to the west of the city. They have some very Germanic names. I don't know if you know that the word for lake in German is See, so there are 10 or 11 of these dotted around. There's the Wannsee, the Plötzensee, and the wonderfully named Schlachtensee. I'm intrigued by that because as a German speaker, I happen to know that Schlachten is the verb to slaughter and I can't understand why you'd call such a gorgeous feature as a beautiful lake a Schlachtensee. But there we are. Anyway, Berlin wasn't actually on my list for today. So we've had Barcelona and Rome and Toulouse. A brief digression to the cycle paths of Paris and Berlin. But to get back to the plot, two more suggestions, which I found from my reading this week. The Guardian's Nigel Richardson wrote that he fell in love with the idea of visiting Dublin when he first read James Joyce about 40 years ago. And in fact, as a travel writer, he has been to many, many places all over the world, but he still hasn't been to Dublin. So that's on his list. In fact, the article was saying that's where he's going next, for sure. And just underneath his article was another one by Neil Hegarty, full of ideas about how to make the most of your time in Dublin. Yes, he said, plenty of sights to see, You'll certainly want to go to the library at Trinity College to see the Book of Kells from the 9th century. But for an idea that's perhaps less well known, he suggests go to Caviston's. Caviston's, he says, is, quote, the best fish and chips in Dublin and a great place to repair after a bracing walk on the Dunlaguer seafront. That made me quite sad, actually, because in fact Dublin was going to be the next but one City Break series. I'm halfway through Bath and I had my trip to Dublin all booked for just before Easter, and of course it's had to be cancelled. So to have someone, or two journalists in fact, saying yes, Dublin's the place that's great for a city break, is rather frustrating. I've yet to rebook, going to hang on a bit and wait for things to calm down a little bit, but I hope very much that a series on City Breaks Dublin will indeed materialise before too long. And something else which caught my attention, for a similar reason in fact, was Prague. We had debated, would it be Dublin or would it be Prague in the spring this year? We decided on Dublin, but Prague was definitely on the quite soon list. Still is, in fact, on the quite soon list. I've always wanted to go there, as much as anything, because I know Kafka lived in Prague and I want to see the places where he lived and learn a bit more about the Jewish connections in the city that was such a major feature of it in the 19th century and the beginning of the 20th century. So, when I saw on Twitter a photo series presented by Caitlin Morton, 15 photos that will make you want to visit Prague, I was intrigued. And sure enough, they did make me want to visit Prague. There's one particularly lovely one, a misty view of the city at sunrise, 
showing the various domes against a hazy pink and orange sky, taken from the Charles Bridge, which I'm also interested in because having taught German, I've shown lots of students pictures of German politicians meeting on the Charles Bridge in a spirit of reconciliation after the terrible events of World War II. So that photograph immediately made me think, yes, let's go. And so too did the photograph of Prague Castle, which was shown rising above a sea of medieval roofs, all covered in snow. And then one of the final photographs in the series, also in the snow, was pointing out that Wenceslas Square is particularly lovely when the Christmas market is on. So yes, Prague still stays on the list for sure. Okay, so I always knew that these podcasts were probably going to be shorter than the City Breaks ones. And indeed, I am going to round up in a minute. But I did really want to stress how nice it would be to get ideas from other people. If you have a city that you've been to that you can tell us something about, or you have a city that you've always wanted to go to and you can tell us why, if you have a photo of you in that city, that would be great. That can go on the website. I'd really like the podcast and the website to be a place where you can go if you want to dream about cities to visit, just for some inspiration, really, and a little bit of insider info from other people who've been. So please do send in your ideas. If you can come up with the name of the city and a reason or two why you want to go or why you particularly enjoyed it when you were there, that would be really great. There are three different ways that you can get in touch. So you can go onto the website www.citybreakspodcast.co.uk and on the home page over on the right hand side you'll find the blog and at the moment the top entry there is called City Break Ideas so if you click on that you'll see the responses that other people have sent in and there's a comment box in which you can write what you want to say and just press send and it'll wing its way to me. So people will be able to read what you've written and the people who don't use the website but do listen to the podcasts will hear about it because I will pass on your words of wisdom in a future episode. You can email if you prefer, the email address being citybreaks at citybreakspodcast.co.uk. Emails are notoriously difficult when you hear the addresses, aren't they? So the City Breaks has got an S on it, at citybreaks, another S, podcast, no S, dot co, dot UK. And if you're a Twitter person, then you can find us on at citybreakscast, all one word. And again, whatever people send in, I'll be very happy to use in a future episode of City Break Ideas. Back to our 12-week plan. This is week two, and that makes next week a week three, where the plan is to do an episode on a virtual visit to Munich. I've done quite a lot of research on that, found some interesting websites and some YouTube videos, and I've got one or two film and book ideas as well. And I'll be putting all that into an episode to go out in a week's time. In two weeks' time, I hope very much to be hosting another City Break Ideas episode with, indeed, your ideas. So let me just sign off by thanking you very much in advance for ideas that you're going to send in, thanking you also for listening today, and saying goodbye in a selection of the languages that we need on City Breaks. Au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao.